brackets. It's the podcast that is all about bracketing things up to find out what the best of those things are in the brackets. Ben, what are we doing this week? Well, this week we're doing biscuits. Not soggy biscuits. We're doing chocolate biscuits. We're doing sweet biscuits. We're just putting them all up against each other and seeing what we come up with. What could go wrong? Welcome to episode seven, Ben. Wow, already? Yeah. I think we say that every week. Already we're up to that. Before we know it, it'll be episode eight. And then nine. And we also say every week that we're up to episode seven because there's been so many shit ones that have just hit the cutting room floor. Absolutely. The, it's been it's yeah. been an, it's been just a never ending revolving door of shit. It's it's a, that we've had to put together. No, that's not true at all. That's only joking. Only joking. It's not. Not it's not no. true. We've only done six so far. Yes. We're up to seven. Once we get to sixteen, we'll put them in a bracket. It's that's a, what we do. We put every time we get to sixteen goes in a bracket. We should actually. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not, we think on the fly. That's not a good idea either, to be honest. But uh, but it's an idea. You're pre- you're pretty fly. You're pretty fly for a person. <laughs> <laughs> What's our topic this week, Ben? Oh, this week we're talking about biscuits. Biscuits. What so kind exciting. of biscuits? So for our for our American well, listeners, no, maybe not plural. For all our overseas listeners, we're so, we thought we'd combine your sort of chocolate sweet biscuits together and uh and you know basically we're just not including the savory type ones like your barbecue shapes and all that stuff but everything else we're including so it'll be a mixture that's right a mixture of your chocolate and your sweet yeah i mean chocolate is sweet really but that's uh but but yeah but it's it's your non like in america i think you got your biscuit is sort of like your your little roll that you have with your your dinner not that sort of biscuit. We're talking about your yeah, sweet biscuits that you dunk in a cup of tea or coffee, which probably don't do anywhere else. So let's forget about that. But it's we're talking about... And also for some of our American listeners, we're not talking about soggy biscuits. We're definitely not talking about soggy biscuits, correct. <laughs> let's, let's maybe not go into what they are. Um, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we should. Mike can. Okay. Away you Tie go. Tiebreaker Mike what? will tell us. Speaking of tiebreaker Mike... This week, we've, it's, it's, this is a brave new world that we're in. This week, we've decided we've got tiebreaker Mike is in on the, um, the, draft. the draft. He's come to join us for the draft. So, are we ready? Do we want to just go, go straight into the draft? There's some highlights of the draft that we recorded earlier today. Should we just go straight in and get what our 16 biscuits are? I think we should. Okay, bang. Chocolate Royal. Kingston. Monte Carlo. Teddy Bear Mint Slice Tim Tam Scotch Finger Malto Milk Wagon Wheel Chocolate Teddy Bear Iced Vovos Shortbread Cream Anzacs Chocolate Covered Wheatons Hundreds and Thousands Number 16 Oreos Whoa! Yes. What a draft! That was uh, that was exciting. Well, what do you reckon? It's a pretty good list. I think we've done well. I reckon we've. I think it's a great mix. We've split. I'm really excited for this. There's one matchup we clearly want. We clearly want one matchup, and that's we want Teddy Bear to play off against Chocolate Teddy Bear. I was going to say, on. is it Teddy versus Teddy? I think we'd be crazy not to want that. 
It yeah. is. Yeah. I know, but but it's all up to the randomizer. Well, should I should I start it up? I think you should crank it up and okay. also run the randomizer. Here we go. Up, I wanted did not eventuate. Didn't quite, but there's some. But they're on the same side, and there are some interesting matchups. I mean, there's always going to be because it's a, it's a, such a tough, tough field. Oh, two of my favourites are is. on the same side it's... there too. But they're three. Oh, oh, oh. It's the creme de la creme. I've just seen a matchup. I've seen a potential second round that that could be very controversial. But I think we should probably get straight into it, and not just um, talk. Let's talk about go. What might happen let's let's make it happen with round of 16 first round our first matchup ben the teddy bear that we've been talking about coming up against the chocolate royale or the chocolate royal as it probably is not mm. a royale because it's not with cheese it is i've do you know though that i actually call i, I realized when i was researching uh that's i call it the chocolate royale and it's actually just chocolate royal i did during my research, I realised that 14 out of these 16 biscuits are Arnott's, which is interesting. So Arnott's was an Australian company, which was bought by a US company in 2019. So we're still going to call it Australian, even though it's technically now bought out. The Chocolate Royal is an Arnott's biscuit. It's uh, marshmallow and chocolate and with a raspberry layer. And you can actually get them in dark or milk chocolate. Interestingly, mm. if you get the dark chocolate, you end up with a white marshmallow. And if you end up you get the milk, you get a pink marshmallow. So there you go. They're little. They're bite-sized. They're delicious. Are we gonna? Are we judging them the the milk chocolate or the dark chocolate? Milk. I think we'll go the milk. Good. Oh, I'd, milk I'd be thinking the milk if I was going to choose. And it. they're up against. Yeah, so would I actually. I think I've tried the dark one. and It's okay, but it's. I don't think it's as nice. And then it's up against the teddy bear, and we're talking just the plain teddy bear, also an Arnott's biscuit. Uh, interestingly, the teddy bear has no artificial colours, flavours, or preservatives, which I didn't know. Yeah. It's a very simple biscuit. It's wheat. It's wheat flour with gold, a golden syrup flavour, which I didn't know. That's the little. That's the little taste you taste with a teddy bear. A little golden syrup flavour. Ah, that's why it goes that little brownie sort of tech. Yes. Um, so yeah, we've got a chocolate versus a non-chocolate in the straight up. I mean, they're both delicious biscuits. I mean, let's be honest. I think all sixteen of these are probably going to be delicious, apart from. Maybe one, but we'll get to that. <laughs> should I? Should I have a? Should I have a? Should I have a crack? Go for it. There's not a lot of not much more re- research wise. So this is going to go back to the same as the chocolate one we did. I'm just going to go with if I had one in each hand. I think that's that's the all I can do. And if I had a chocolate royal, oh, I can just imagine chucking that hole in my mouth. Whereas a teddy bear, I can imagine just snacking on it maybe with a hot drink. Nothing wrong with a teddy bear whatsoever. But for me. It would be the chocolate royal, just delicious. Just chuck it in your mouth, couple of chomps, straight down the gullet. It's that jam, the jam and the chocolate and the marshmallow. It's hard to disagree. And look, a teddy bear has a lot going for it. It's mm. it does taste good. It does taste very it's great. good. And it's actually it's where you mentioned there before about the um, golden syrup. I think that's what gives it that nice little sweet crunch. Yeah. Are you a tea drinker? No, nah, I hate tea. I don't. Well, don't look. Yeah, I so don't do I. hate it. I just don't like it. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, so do I. And I'm about to say again, so do I. Yeah, no, same. I don't I, hate it. I, I shouldn't have I, said that. But I'm, ice, I'm just not a tea drinker, so I don't dunk. Iced tea, I don't mind. But uh, 
Mm. But nah, I'm not a yeah. Uh, look, marshmallow and chocolate and jam, like like you said, and it's this is possibly going to come up again, but it's an easy vote, really. Chocolate royal goes goes through. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I thought so when I saw that. Which, which then we we're not going to get the dream matchup of teddy bear versus chocolate teddy bear, but maybe depending on what happens with later ones, maybe we can uh, discuss what we would have done if that was a matchup. But that can wait. That can wait. Matchup number two. Anzacs versus Oreos. One's the uh, traditional biscuit of an army, and the other one is an Anzacs. I think. No, is it the Oreo army was belonged to America? Is that am I right? Did they fight in the Great Oreo War, where there was like really tasty, gooey, nice stuff in the? Anyway, no, I don't know the history of biscuits. Ben, you're our historian, our resident biscuit historian, biscori biscuitorian. What what can you tell us? Look, there was no make it, make American biscuits great again or anything like that. Oh, <laughs> I can if only. T- I can tell I can tell you that the Anzacs. There's many different types of Anzac biscuits actually, so I thought we had to sort of narrow in. So I just thought there's some ones from Woolworths called Unibic, and they're the kind of ones that I think a lot of people buy. Um, they're in sort yep. of a blue red red sort of packet, but there's like so many people make their own, obviously as well, because they're, uh, they're actually pretty they, easy to make. Are they not? Uh, Arnott's? Uh, no, surprisingly they're not Arnott's. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I thought they were too. So these yes, two, these two, neither of these two. They're, it's a head-to-head of not, yeah. Oh, I had never noticed that, but you're right. These are the two non-Arnott's ones, and they're playing oh, off against each other. Because I thought there was another one, but let's, uh, we'll get to that when we get there. So yeah, sorry, sorry to um, okay. interrupt your, no. your uni, uni thing. Uni-bick or something. Yeah, so uni-bick. basically Anzac's. Yeah, they started off in World War One. They were devoured by our troops in World War One. The as women, our troops, our troops got devoured. Unfortunately, but that's a whole other. They... Apparently, I learnt this week. Do you know who it was who was responsible for uh, the our failure at Gallipoli? Um, was it Daniel Andrews? <laughs> yeah, how did you know? <laughs> Oh, I just thought he's getting he's getting stick for everything else. It might as well be there as well. Winston Churchill gave the orders, apparently, oh, that, that screwed us okay. over. Uh, there, yeah. a man who would love an Anzac biscuit. There you Winston, go. I've tried to bring it back thinking? again. Yeah. Thank you. That's 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 well done. Yeah, they were they were sent over to our diggers because they were sweet and they thought they might want something homemade and something that stayed crisp for months. And the reason they stayed crisp for months was because they're made without eggs. Uh, Anzac biscuits, and apparently that makes them stay crisp for months at a time. Um, They're pretty simple. They're made of rolled oats, golden syrup, flour, salt, coconut, butter, and sugar. So it's all very simple stuff, and I think that's what made them great as well. Everyone loves Anzacs, I think. I don't know. I think they do. And they're playing the Oreos. So for anyone who's not familiar, Anzacs were the Australian New Zealand Army. That was why. Did you say that? I don't know if you said that. No, yeah. I didn't say that actually. And, and I then on the twenty fifth, we're global. Of, we're global. <laughs> on the twenty fifth of uh, of April every year, we have a game of football, which is also augmented by the fact that it's Anzac Day, which is like a memorial day. It's like we yeah we pay pay tribute to the uh, the army, the things the army's done in the past, the things, or possibly the wars fought. But it's also a time to eat. Anzac biscuits, and every April and we eat lots of biscuits. We do, and on that day you cannot put the Anzac biscuits with the Turkish delights in your cupboard. You have to separate them. Everyone knows that. That's exactly that controversial. You're absolutely right. The and they're playing the Oreos, which is a US biscuit, 
which is now sold heavily in Australia. So I think now it's, we're safe to put that in here. It's um, it's a very it's the most popular biscuit in the US, and it's a sandwich cookie consisting of two mm. wafers with a sweet cream filling. Just saying it like that makes it sound so delicious. Yeah, you can't say the words sweet cream filling without having a smile on your face. No, for some reason I thought of Cartman then when you said that. Sweet yeah, filling. cream filling. And he is cr- filled with cream. He is. Okay, this is over to you. Um, I'm interested to see what you say with this one. I'm going to be very unpatriotic on this one. That's giving it away. I love Oreos. I, I didn't have an Oreo until the introduction of the Oreo McFlurry. The bringing together of two great American Ooh. traditions, McDonald's and Oreos. The uh, And an Oreo just goes so perfectly with ice cream, and that's what an Oreo McFlurry is. And now I I I can't get enough of Oreos. I, I've got a packet I'm looking over at, that I got for Christmas in a like a tin, a special Oreo tin. Looking over at it now, thinking I could just about no, I'm not going to go over there. But also the other like the double filled Oreo, beautiful. The white one with the cream cheesy sort of ah, oh, it's it's Oreo for me. Wow, I actually thought I was going to be the controversial one going for Oreo with this, and you be lambasting me like I'm pretty sure tiebreaker Mike's about to do when we speak to him. I reckon, I reckon he's going to be unhappy with us here, but Anzacs I like, like I do. I like an Anzac. Um, give me an Anzac biscuit, I'll eat it. But I love an Oreo. It's it's like one's a like and one's a love, and yes, I could be patriotic and put Anzacs through, but that's not what this podcast is about. It's about what's the best one, which one I like the most, and for me, that's Oreos. 100% is Oreos. You're right. I have nothing against Anzacs, but but I would only buy them at Anzac Day. Whereas Same. Oreos, Oreos you see all the time, and quite happily say, "Yeah, I'll have." I'll, they're always like a, a bargain next to the checkouts, or and it's like, "Yeah, yeah, brilliant marketing, brilliant biscuit." Two straight through. Two straight through. I've got a feeling it might be three. Matchup number three is the chocolate-coated Wheaton, which I didn't think was Arnott's either, coming it up is. against the Monte Carlo. I don't think it used to be. Um, from I didn't write that down, but I do remember when I did my research that it didn't used to be Arnott's, but Arnott's took it over at some stage a few years ago. So, uh, yes, the chocolate-coated Wheaton is Arnott's. Um, it's a round, semi-sweet, whole wheat flour biscuit with either... Milk or dark chocolate you can get either. And they're coming up against the Monte Carlo, who is also Arnott's, funnily enough. And yep. I love this word. I didn't know what this word was, but it's a raspberry and cream fondant sandwich between two golden syrup, honey and coconut biscuits. And I had to look up what a fondant was because I didn't actually know. And it's a type of icing from sugar, water, gelatin, vegetable fat, and glycerol, which doesn't sound as good. So let's just call it a type of icing. So yeah, here's the matchup. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Oh, it's not interesting. What am I saying? Uh, I think <laughs> I'd have a chocolate coated weed and throw me one. I'll eat it probably. But you throw me a Monte Carlo and I'll ask you to throw me the pack, please, because they're just an unstoppable biscuit. They're delicious. I love them. It's lucky I don't buy them too often or else I think it's the type of biscuit I'd eat one and then eat about five. And I think it's one of those ones, in, if you've got the, the big pack of all of them, it's one of the first ones everyone dives for. And for all those reasons, for me, I have to put Monte Carlo through. Yep, 
I can't disagree with that. The Monte Carlo is long. Is it, it again? You you add jam to a biscuit. Yeah, you you you're on top of it. You add add a fondant, fondant. and oof. Uh, and again, the chocolate coated wheaten is really just something to try to make a wheaten better. Yes. <laughs> Whereas Monte Carlo doesn't doesn't need that that uh, that extra push. So Monte there's Carlo no chocolate coated Monte Carlo. But just stop and think for a minute. How good would that be? Why is that not a thing? Now I think about it. Why is it not a thing? How good would it be? Yeah, yeah. Arnott, what are you uh, doing? Get onto it, Arnott. If they make one, we'll only take twenty percent of the profits for giving the suggestion. I'll I'd just take twenty percent of the produce. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be in our pitch to them. I'll have twenty percent of the profits, and you can have twenty percent of their produce. The next matchup is the Scotch Finger versus the chocolate-coated teddy bear. Okay, the Scotch Finger has nothing to do with a school in Melbourne, so let's get that straight. Scotch Finger. Also, Arnott's, of course. It's a shortbread biscuit. It's very simple. It's simple wheat flour. It's got two fingers, so you can snap them in half, which is great. And up against chocolate teddy bears. Well, we've pretty much talked about teddy bears already, and it's basically just the teddy bears with... A chocolate coating on top. I'm just looking. Is it dark or is it light chocolate? It doesn't actually say. I actually don't know if it's dark or light. I think it's dark chocolate maybe on the chocolate teddy bear. Either way, scotch finger. See, that's something I think if you were making yourself a cup of tea or a tea drinker, I think it's something you'd snap in half and dip down into your tea. Um, But I'm not a tea drinker. I do like a scotch finger, but if you're going to put that up against the chocolate teddy bear, even if it was up against teddy bear itself, I think I'd pick teddy bear. So... If you're going to put it up against chocolate teddy bear, I definitely have to give the nod to the chocolate teddy bear. Well, okay, yeah. chocolate teddy bear is chocolate teddy bear is one of those biscuits for me that is always a bit underrated, and I, I it's not a go-to for me. I didn't we did we weren't brought up on chocolate teddy bears um, or teddy bears, funnily enough, uh, that we could eat anyway, but. But for, yeah, it's not. It's one that every time I taste is like, yeah, this is this is actually where it, where it, yeah, I don't mind it. Whereas the Scotch Finger has been probably my second or third favourite of all time in the short in that in the Arnott's assorted uh, range, and it's a, it was one that I always got. I think I love the fact that you can have two of them by just having one of them. I think that's that's yep. a a big uh, it's a big draw card for me. Uh, so I, I'm going to vote for the Scotch Finger. Finally, giving Mike something to do when he's he's champing at the bit to get involved here. He actually has a bit. He really is. Yeah. And he loves champing. He does. He does. And chafing. But that's a whole other issue. That's another pod. Over to the right hand side of the draw now. And I'm going to tell you that the first matchup is the Malto Milk, your favourite, potentially, coming up against the Wagon Wheel. And I thought Wagon Wheel didn't used to be Arnott's either. They've been water. It used to be Westerns potentially, so maybe Westerns got because they also own chocolate wheat, and so maybe they've um, uh, may, yeah, got but bought not, out by Arnott's. Arnott's, yeah. And who better to know than our local biscuit historian again, uh, Ben? Exactly right. No, you're right. That's exactly what happened. And Malto milk Arnott's, obviously, it's a sweet biscuit containing malt extract, milk powder, and food colour. Doesn't that just sound delicious? Well, malt... Absolutely like, delicious. A malted milkshake is nice, isn't it? I don't know if it is. 
I don't you like know. a malted milkshake. Mm. I don't think I do. And just to give this a bit of backstory, this biscuit, someone else on this pod, I won't say who, told me that I have to buy a pack because I was poo-hooing the biscuit a little bit. So I did. Ate one of them, threw the rest of the packet in the bin. Really? So you didn't finish the packet? No, nah, I couldn't even finish the packet. I tried to get birds to eat it. They wouldn't. I tried to give it to some homeless people. They knocked it out of my hand. It's just... I just don't know if it's a very good biscuit, to be honest. I mean, sure, it bounced around the place when I dropped it, when I threw it on the floor. It's going to be a tough matchup, this one, up against the wagon wheel. So we're what talking are we? the... I don't know. Are we, talk, are we talking the big wagon wheel or the little wagon wheels, or it just doesn't really matter? Well, they're the same They're the same ingredients, but I think now wagon wheel used to be sold as a more of a chocolate bar, but now you can actually buy them yeah. in packets as, as per a biscuit. So I think they are, they are a valid biscuit alternative. Oh, no, they definitely are. They definitely are. But I think even on their own... Oh, no, on their own, yeah, you're right. They're prob- that's probably confectionery. Um, so the Wagon Wheel, Arnott's, bought out um, Western. Um, they're Marshmallow and Jam. So there you go. There's that matchup. There's that, yeah. you know, togetherness again. Marshmallow and Jam sandwiched between two large round biscuits coated in chocolate. Do I even need to say any more? Or do you just want to click on Wagon Wheel for me and put that through? Thank you very much. Yeah, it's once again, it's as soon as you introduce jam, whew, but introduce marshmallow as well, and it's that's just, it. ev- everything works together so well in a... Yeah, that's the trick. And it's, it's, I'm sorry, Mike, I know you like a, uh, if you're listening, I know you're like in the waiting room, oh. I know you, you do like a wagon wheel, but it's just, it's, it, it can't. I'm sorry. It's uh, like some malt. Sorry, milk. sorry. Like some malto milk, uh, but no, I can't. I can't go there for. Uh, How for dare the, you mix up malto milks and wagon wheels? How dare you? I've, I, I do feel foolish for doing that, for sure. So I take it wagon wheels going through to the next so round. Wagon wheel, wagon wheels going straight through. Wagon wheel is going straight through oh, to the next round. Mike is gonna be upset. All right, the next matchup is we're almost down to the end of the uh, the right hand side, and the next matchup is the hundreds and thousands coming up against the Kingston. Okay, so hundreds and thousands, Arnott's. a vanilla mm. biscuit topped with pink icing and coated with tiny multi multicolored non pareils. Apparently, they're not even yeah. hundreds and thousands; they call them non pareils. Non pareils, mm. balls. Yeah, because that's what they are. Exactly. Yeah, non-pareils. They're just balls. I know. I know. I think they are non-pareils. That's, they're not, not for real. And they're up against the Kingston, which is Arnott's. Two, this, this just sounds delicious, doesn't it? Two individual rounded coconut biscuits with chocolate cream filling. That just sounds delicious. Do you know it was actually named after the city, a city which is next to Hobart? Not Kingston, Jamaica. No, no. Not it's almost I didn't realize they were coconut either I thought they were they because they're very similar to two Anzacs with a bit of Nutella in the middle really aren't they no maybe not nah. I, I saw your nose Sorry, screw I can't up go with you there yeah I saw your nose screw up at the thought of that and I'm thinking you're not on board with that it could have been worse you could have said it's like two malto mix milks together <laughs> uh, this is this is my go first isn't it it is I I'm going to tell you something here. There was one biscuit that when we went through these and went through the draft earlier uh, that we heard just earlier before, the one biscuit I wanted to try above all else was the hundreds and thousands. 
There's something about a hundred thousand biscuits. Yeah. Wow. Jamaican, you crazy? Because uh, <laughs> there's something about a hundred thousand that that tastes a little bit like fairy bread, just a little. Yeah. And I'm a massive fan of, of fairy bread. In fact, I entered a cooking competition this year making fairy bread. Didn't win. It must be the non-pareils. It was the non-pareils. But uh, my vote's going. My vote's going that way. My vote is uh, vote one for the hundreds and thousands. Speaking of non-pareils, I'd like to send hundreds and thousands to jail with non-parole. Um, nah. And go uh, <laughs> this 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 to me this to me is. Uh, I think I'm just... Look, it doesn't matter what hundreds of thousands were. Oh, no, actually, that's a lie. It could have been a few biscuits there, but for me, hundreds of thousands is one of my lower-ranked ones and Kingston, one of my higher-ranked ones. So I love a Kingston. It's probably the first one I go for or second one when that big packet comes out of Arnott's with all the ones in it. Hundreds of thousands is... Yeah, that's nice enough, but up against the Kingston. To me, it's just like chalk and cheese. I don't know what's better, chalk or cheese. When they say that saying, is one better than the other? Yeah, absolutely. Is, is, it, well, is, if is you, it the cheese that's good and the chalk that's not? If you could taste one, which one would you go for? Yeah, it's like liquid gets into this chalk. No, yeah. um, if, sorry, if, that wasn't... Yeah. It, so maybe like chalk, you're right, it is an interesting saying and maybe we will have to at one stage have our sayings of podcast. Mm. They are both perfect for their specified purposes. Chalk is perfect yeah. for writing whereas cheese not so good at writing whereas but that's right try eating a piece of chalk and try writing on a blackboard with some cheese see yeah how far you get it's yeah eating chalk's not good like just the but thought if of eating bad chalk. And one's good yeah but no, it's, it's the different they're, they're as different as chalked and chalk and cheese so it doesn't mean one's bad one's good it just means that they're oh, very true. different yeah if one was good and one was shit the good one would definitely be the kingston so i'm putting the kingston Sorry, so that means we've got... So you did you go hundreds and thousands? I went hundreds and thousands. Wow! That's yep. a turn-up. That's an upset. I didn't go a for massive any... Massive upset. I didn't go for the, any turn-ups. Uh, I went for the hundreds and thousands because I reckon it's an underrated biscuit. Maybe. What a what a upset this would yeah. be if tiebreaker Mike waltzes in and tries to get us back for the Volto milks and just goes the hundreds and thousands. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> It's almost time to introduce him, but it's not quite yet. There's two matchups to go. The first of which is the uh, two traditional Australian favourites. Oh, this Tim Tam against the Iced Vovo. This is possibly the biggest matchup. Well, so far anyway, I think the Tim Tam. It's pretty big. Uh, it's pretty big. And it's again two layered oblong. You don't get many oblong chocolate coated biscuits. Oblong with chocolate cream filling. Which you can now get other flavours, but I'm just going to stick to just the chocolate cream filling for the purposes of this podcast. Yep. Traditional. Traditional. That's right. Up against the ice, Vovos. Uh, and it's again a wheat floured biscuit topped with two strips of pink fondant. There you go. The fondant comes in. Flanking a string of raspberry jam and sprinkled with coconut. Mm. God, that, that sounds delicious, doesn't it? Flanked. Flanked. Oblong. There's lots of... Yeah. You learn a lot from these podcasts. Oblong v. Oblong. It is too. Battle of the Oblongs. You don't get many Oblong biscuits. Yeah. Only one has fondant, though. The more I say fondant, the more it sounds like a <laughs> dirty word. Your serve, I believe. Ah, my word. My my word, my serve, my go. Tim Tam's Ice Vovos. Wow, this is a... I actually feel sorry for the loser of this. Keep it succinct, Ben. The, the Tim Tam... I'm not one of those people that, you know, bites the corners off and sucks the liquid through. I've tried it. 
I'm probably going to get lambasted for saying this, but I think it was a bit wanky and a bit overrated, to be honest. Tim Tams are delicious. Oh, They're nice in the fridge. I'm preparing too. a lambast. A la- lambast? <laughs> Frank lambast? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. And um, Strike. in the fridge, beautiful as well. Possibly even better when they're refrigerated. Even better on the couch. Definitely. And the ice phobos, uh, they they rank very highly for me, but I have to put the Tim Tams slightly ahead. I think I'm learning through this podcast that I prefer chocolate biscuits, but the Tim Tam for me. It's hard to beat chocolate on a biscuit. Yeah, look, iced vovos. It's funny. I heard a story about iced vovos just the other day. Wow. That's, that in itself is often, incredible. It, <laughs> people often say, ah, oh, when I was a kid, iced vovos were so different. Yeah. They had like a marshmallow on them instead, and now it's this fondant thing. And apparently, no, that's not the case. Ice Vivos have always had that that little fondant thing, but there was another biscuit that's oh. like a Safeway biscuit oh, or something that yes. that that was that had the marshmallow. I remember that. And an Ice Vivo would un they would undoubtedly be better with marshmallow, as we've learnt. You add marshmallow and uh, jam to a biscuit, and but uh, but that fondant bit it, uh, to me it doesn't work. Uh, Tim Tam, do you know the ori- the origin of the na- of how it was named? Please tell me it's after you. It's not after me and my friend Tam. It's actually named after the winner of a Kentucky Derby. Oh, that's fantastic. I didn't so know the, that. The bloke who so the bloke who invented it from Marnitz was uh, in England. Yep. On a trip to, to research biscuits. How good would that be? Let's do and it. There's a there's a there's a biscuit called the Penguin biscuit over there, which is kinda like a Tim Tam but not as nice. And he thought, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to have come up. I'm going to going to develop this, but it's just going to be chocolatier, chocolatier, yeah. and fondanter, <laughs> and more oblong, is what he said. That was his exact words. And on the way home, he went to a uh, went via America. Yep. Went to the Kentucky Derby because yep. he was there at the time, and the horse that won it was Hoofhearted, and that was the name of the biscuit. No, the horse that won it was Tim Tam. And that's what he decided to call the biscuit, Tim Tam. I love it. Love it. Great story. Little did he know, little did he know that right now, that was going to now go straight through into a quarterfinal. But you also need to lambast me as it's well. It's gone through. Yeah, I'm just uh, going to find a lamb. They can, we can add that to our... Uh, look, no, look, I don't disagree about the Tim Tam slam being... Like, people have built it up to be, it's a great thing you bite off each corner and then you suck the tea through it but again for me there's tea involved in there you can do it with coffee you as can well do it with coffee as well it, yeah that's what i yeah. tried it and with. it's fine yeah it's all right it's fine but i love it i love the crunch as well Same. i love the crunch and just the yeah you're taking yeah, away one of its assets and you can still just have a coffee and have a tim tam i think it's just become a bit of a wank sorry for all those yeah. listeners don't do... doing it as we speak and don't wank in your coffee and suck that through a uh, Tim Tam either. That should, because that should be on the packet. <laughs> it's a, a whole different kind of fondant. The final matchup of the round of 16 is an absolute beauty. The shortbread cream versus the mint slice. Whoa, what a Two biscuits that... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I don't. Know, I don't know where to begin. I don't either. Well, I'll, I do. I'll give you a slice. I know to begin by going. Over to you. Yeah, I'll give yeah. you a slight rundown. So Arnott's shortbread cream, two buttery vanilla shortbreads with smooth smooth cream in between. That just sounds delicious straight away. It's very simple, which is fine. 
versus the mint slice, Arnott's, a round chocolate biscuit topped with mint-flavoured cream and coated in dark chocolate. Again, sounds delicious. So we've got two biscuits that sound very delicious here. Which way would you go? So yeah, but both of these biscuits are very good biscuits. Whoa. i tell you what. No, look, I can't decide. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to decide. If I had one in front of me of each at the moment, I'm going to go with the shortbread cream. And I do love both of the biscuits, but sometimes, hardly ever, but sometimes the mint in a mint slice doesn't quite taste like mint. Sometimes, I don't know, I'm talking through my ass. I don't know what I'm talking about. But always the shortbread and cream tastes like shortbread and cream, and it just melts. So, oh, yeah, shortbread cream. Shortbread cream for me. Interesting. Yeah, I like both biscuits as well. If going by the same theory, at the moment I'm pretty hungry too, so that that does make a difference because I think if you've got a full stomach, sometimes the thought of some biscuits don't resonate as much as they do when you've got an empty stomach. So right now, one in each hand, empty stomach, I'd definitely go the mint slice. I just think it's a very refreshing biscuit. I feel quite refreshed afterwards. It's the mint. And right now I'd like to be refreshed. So for me... Neither of them... I, I mean, sorry, I like both of them. So I'm sorry that one has to go, but I'm going to put Mint Slice through and that means Tiebreaker Mike will be deciding on that one. I think that's the right thing. That's the right thing to do. Yep. This one should go to Mike. Agreed. So uh, now I've got to contact him. I've got uh, I've got a special Mike whistle that uh, that I've found. Um, I might just... Should I blow it and see uh, see if that works, or should I try, should I have a go at the whistle instead? Uh, either or. Let me just probably the whistle's better. Okay, let me let me just blow the whistle and see if uh, see if we get a knock at the door. Mike, the whistle worked. Mike, I, I've got a new whistle that brings that you must have heard it, and it's brought you brought you to the room. It's on a certain frequency that only I can hear. Yes, yeah. So, and our listeners. All of a sudden, I stop what I'm doing and I'm going. Oh, it's time. <laughs> I'm needed. It's like it's like the bat signal. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's the same thing. Well, welcome. How are Mike. we, gentlemen? Very well. We're great. I feel like a biscuit suddenly for some weird reason. We're, yeah, I'm feeling a bit peckish myself. It's hard to beat biscuits as a topic, really, because who doesn't love a biscuit? It's yeah. true. Uh, it's just, yeah. I don't know anyone that doesn't. No. Send us a fax if you, uh, if, you, if you do love a biscuit, if you don't love a biscuit. I don't know what I'm talking about. Mike, my mind is in a quandary because we've got a few things that we just could not agree on. Three. Only three, actually, this week. So we've had a few. Uh, we had to apologise to you. On a couple, the chocolate-coated Wheaton, but it did draw the Monte Carlo, so... Oh, that's fair enough, I, I understand that. And also the... And I tried to get the Malto milk through for you, but Tim just had none of that. <laughs> uh, it's not true, I actually stuck up for malt milkshakes, because I think that they're quite nice, but it came up against the wagon wheel. So that's pretty. a pretty tough competition. It is very tough. What would you have gone with wagon wheel versus... Wagon wheel versus Malto milk. Like. Wagon wheels, definitely. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I feel a bit better about that one it's now. It's a good biscuit. But one we do need to get your uh, your opinion on, which is all, they're also two very good biscuits, is the Scotch Finger versus the Chocolate Teddy Bear. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, mm. Nothing better than a Scotch Finger being able to break in two 
and have two bits. Yeah. But then you've got chocolate teddy bears, which are scrum diddly umptious. Yeah. Um, oof, that's a real tough one. Um, no, we had, we had to go with the if you had one in each hand theory again, which we've done a few times. But It's not the worst idea. No, it's not the right. worst idea. And, and I'm actually surprising myself. Um, I'm leaning towards Scotch Finger. Ooh. I'm so going with go, Scotch, Scotch Finger. finger. Mm-hmm. Into the second round goes the Scotch Finger. It was a tough one. Mm. That was one of the tougher ones, definitely. And it's interesting that you said there, Mike, that you do like the fact that you get one biscuit and you can split it and then have two. That's one of my favourite things about it as well. Yeah. It's always good to have mm-hmm. If you can have two of anything, it beats having one of something, doesn't it? That's why, we, it does. that's why you got two nipples. Over to the second half, which is also the right-hand half, or perhaps it's the Western Conference. No, it's not. It's actually the Eastern Conference. Uh, <laughs> the hundreds and thousands versus the Kingston. For me, definitely the Kingston. Didn't have to think about you, that one. You gave that the thought it deserved, Mike. Thank you. I, I still reckon the hundreds and thousands is a is an underrated biscuit, but uh, it is tough to beat a Kingston. But as yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. Hundreds and thousands later tonight, maybe even two, because I bought a whole packet. Oh, have less than have less than. If that. I have two, would they be two hundred? No, I don't know. Were they hundreds and thousands? No. What's the plural of a hundreds and thousands? Two of them. The final ma- two hundreds and two thousands. Two hundreds and two thousands. <laughs> Roman numerals. <laughs> In Roman numerals, those biscuits were very popular as well. Um, it's two thousand two hundred, I think, Tim. You'll find. No. The way you're holding your calculator there, I think you've just written boobs. It's not, there's not got anything to do with it. <laughs> True. Uh, the last one for you to do, Mike, and it, this is, this is like a, a semi final or a, yeah, this is, but could have even been a grand final. It's in some, in some kitchens around, uh, in the, in the 80s, probably, that when these biscuits were at their peak. The shortbread cream versus the mint slice. Ooh, the shortbread cream where you just open it up and you've got that beautiful creamy center. Oh. Versus mint. Mm, mint. Um, refreshing. Refreshing mint. Disclaimer, as a kid, my favourite biscuit was the mint slice. So Whoa. I'm going to have to go with the mint slice. Go with the memories. Mint slice, which sets up an almighty quarterfinal between the Tim Tam oh. and the Mike mint slice. <laughs> Doesn't it just? So before... We get to that though. Uh, I have to play this quarterfinals, and we come into the very first quarterfinal in the biscuit challenge, the biscuit bracket, the biscuit bracket off the biscuit, the the pod, the bit where we decide what the best biscuit is. That's get on with it. It's the chocolate royal versus the Oreo. Ben, over to your serve. Over to your oh, serve. Wow, that works. my mouth lips that works. are all over the place. Works on a number of levels. Yeah, over to your it serve. Does. This is an interesting one because I actually thought I was going one way and I'm actually going to go the other way, which actually works quite well because I'm pretty sure that will leave Tiebreaker Mike with a decision. But these are two of my favourite biscuits and I I was just going to put Oreos through just because. But thinking about it, if I had one in each hand, I do like the size of the Chocolate Royal. Just oh, they're, oh, Actually, they're about the same size, aren't they? But just that throw it in your mouth, crunch down, you've got the marshmallow, you've got the jam got the biscuit you've got the chocolate i think there's a lot going on and it all mixes well and the oreo whilst absolutely delicious i'm gonna vote for the chocolate royal in this one interesting it interesting point about size 
because it it's certainly the chocolate royal is taller. It I is. think they it's it's the same size matters. Yeah. Uh and pointier. I do like a pointy chocolate royal. But for me the Oreos is going to win it. and and this is where I think it's time to bring up that all I know where we're just going on traditional Oreos, but I I would love to see so we've already suggested the uh, chocolate-coated Monte Carlo, Mike. We think that that should be a winner, and we're surprised it's not there. I would say even just dipped yeah. half in chocolate would work. That way, when you pick it, it, that would work just as well as just a normal d- dipping the whole thing, potentially. Anyway, you can think about that for a bit. Like a chocolate wheat kind of thing. No, 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 no. No, no, just the, like, a, you know those, like a Vienna finger, that kind of biscuit, but it's but it's round, obviously. And just, Is there a story there? No. I was going to say, are we still talking about biscuits? <laughs> I'm sure if you look up Monte Carlo on uh, on Urban Dictionary, it's probably putting your dick in something, like most things are. <laughs> Don't look up a chocolate teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> or a wagon wheel. But the... Um, the uh, but no, if you... Or a scotch finger. <laughs> Definitely not a scotch finger. And... And I'm sure Prince Andrew's had his share of chocolate royals. No, if you dipped like, just if you you've picked up a Monte Carlo in your fingers and you just dipped it into chocolate halfway and then picked it up again and lifted it out again, so it's like your your, your diameter, yeah, half the chocolate from twelve o'clock to six o'clock is covered in chocolate, and then from yeah, I care, yeah. but it's a bit you don't weird. like it. Okay, it's, I don't know. I think you just do the chocolate wheat and just do that. One side, side in chocolate. Yeah, you could do it that way. way. Yeah. yeah. What I was going to suggest, though, with Oreos, because the Oreos do have theirs dipped in chocolate as well, but you could have a packet of Oreos and at random what different Oreo you'd get next. So you could have, you know, your, your normal mm, Oreo. Love it. Double. Then you got your... There's the red velvet one, which is also really nice. The white one. The salted caramel, which is sounds good, but it's not that good. You know, all, all those different... And it's like a packet of Lifesavers. comes up at random. Oreos, you can have that. I want 20% of your produce. That's all. Why is that not a thing? Why is it not a thing? Huh. Same with Tim Tams. Same with, except, yeah. and same with Pringles too, I reckon. Pringles could do that too. Uh, but mm, Pringles would be risky. Back to the vote. Yeah, you're right. Because some of them could be allergic to people. People? Or people could be allergic to them. Pringles are generally not allergic to people. <laughs> but you never know. I'm voting for Oreos. <laughs> I, I love Oreos. I love both. I love Chocolate Royal. Uh, I think going back as a kid... We didn't have that many chocolate royal. We didn't have Oreos, so it's a stupid bloody argument, Tim. I think the biscuit lets the chocolate royal down. I think the biscuit is a bit flaky, oh. but the but the marshmallow is stronger than the biscuit, which which makes it a biscuit. But the Oreo, the biscuit drives the biscuit. I wouldn't know with the chocolate royal because I shove it in the <laughs> mouth the whole thing. So Oreos for me, Mike. You got to decide. It's it's down to you for a semi final berth: chocolate royal versus Oreo. Well, you've, you've got traditional versus more recent, don't you? Um, yeah. As a kid, uh, one set of grandparents used to always have chocolate royals when we went over, and I just remember the thrill of being able to have a chocolate royal. Then on the other hand, you've got Oreos, great combination, a, a recent competitor, overseas import, you know, done, done very well, but um, if I had one in each hand, it's chocolate royal. Oh! That's an upset. That's an upset, but well played, yeah. Mike. No, absolutely. I can't argue with Chocolate Royal. It's a beautiful biscuit, but through to her. Are you disappointed, though, Tim? Yep. <laughs> you're not angry, you're just disappointed? I, you've, you guys, you've you've let yourselves down, you've let me down, but you've let biscuits down. 
That's the... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm not disappointed. And we've let our country down too, I think. Oh, well, Ben and I did that when we uh, ruled out Anzacs. So... <laughs> oh, that's so we true. We totally churchilled us. I feel like I finally got you back for the lion back in the one where the zoo animals. I feel like I feel like I'm at peace now. I would have voted. He's been holding on to that for about four or five weeks. I would. Have. I didn't know I was, but I suddenly feel really loose. If I, if you were to add marshmallow to a lion, I would have given you. I would have voted for it, but no, you wouldn't put marshmallow on top of a lion. So. No, no one would. Tim. So the second. Match up here is the Monte Carlo taking on the Scotch Finger. So this is two of my three favourites in the uh, Arnott's Assorted. You know, one one biscuit we haven't talked about is the orange cream, which I think that is underrated, but it's not in. It's devi- it's divisive. It is divisive, yeah. I'm a, I'm a pro. I'm pro. I'm pro the orange thing, but I know a lot of people aren't pro the orange slice. They they think it's the poor man of the of the biscuit yeah, range. Mike, yeah, I'd probably go. I'm probably in that camp. It's it, it's still better than a lemon slice, a lemon crisp, but but the the sure. three the three big ones for me in the Arnott's assorted are always the shortbread cream, which is now out, and the Monte Carlo and the Scotch Finger. Ooh, which way to go? So one of my three favourites of the Arnott's assorted is going to go through, and my vote is going to be on the Monte Carlo. And once again, it's the jam and the fondant in the middle. Driving the biscuit, which I know goes against what I uh, what I said for the Oreos, but the biscuit is also really nice and sweet too, and I love the way that the jam sticks to the uh, Monte Carlo for me, takes the lead. Ben, well, agreed. These were two of my favourites in that big family pack of Arnott's biscuits that you used to get, and I think coming from a large family, the Monte Carlos would go pretty quickly. And I tried to grab them early, but they'd go. So I think I started leaning towards the Scotch Finger, and I'd grab the Scotch Finger because it was sort of not the first one everyone would go for. So growing up, I loved the Scotch Finger. So, you know, if you do this pod with a 10-year-old Ben, he's probably voting for that. But as I've got older and could buy my own Monte Carlo biscuits, I think as good as the Scotch Finger is, the Monte Carlo is just that one level up for me. So Is 10-year-old Ben also writing boobs on his calculator? Just to... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mike, which way would you have gone there? I just wanted to, before I cast my vote, just uh, make a shout out to the Nice Biscuit or Nice, however I you know. pronounce it. That's... They were they were quite, um, they were one of my favourites out of the assorted. Would you, pack. would you, I they were they, unlucky not to get would it. Would you have chosen that yeah, ahead of a malt Looking back, yes. Yeah. It's the bits <laughs> of sugar on it. Uh, they, they do make it a, a nice biscuit. And I never knew if it was nice or Nice. They were great. Mm. No, I, I'm guessing it's nice. Um, yeah. But Either way, yeah, it is. Just never knew. But back to your question, um, I probably would have gone Scotch Finger again. Ooh, yeah. You love a Scotch Finger. I certainly do. Do you... Don't... don't I'll, I'll, maybe I'll have to look at that on uh, Urban Dictionary. But the... Did you know you can get, like, packets of really tiny Scotch Fingers? They're like, you, you can buy them... Now, that I didn't know. Yeah, they're like miniatures. That sounds a bit creepy. No, they're good. But you can get chocolate scotch fingers. You used to be able to get chocolate scotch fingers. You can. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, I don't know if they do them anymore, but they used to. I don't think to, they do. There used to be chocolate-covered scotch fingers. They were like one of those for a limited time only kind of, uh, kind yes. of things, yeah. Yeah, but, maybe. And every now and then they'll still come up. Yeah. Just looking up, uh, there is no scotch finger in the Urban Dictionary, 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> there is a Scottish finger, and I think maybe we'll just leave that by... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Over to the Eastern Conference, which is... Uh... Good old Angus, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave the bag. Let's leave the bagpipes where they deserve to be. It is a bit like playing the bagpipes, yes. Over to a, another clinker of a... a ch- and it, but chocolate is another one where you've got to do at some stage too, like little bits of chocolates, like clinkers. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're now looking at the wagon wheel versus the Kingston. Oh, this is tough. Mm. Oh, this is. I think this is the first matchup I've had in all of these pods so far where I actually don't know. I'm struggling. I'm actually struggling with this one. I think these are two of my favourite biscuits. I've just decided. The wagon wheel. It's They're just, both right up there for me as well. Oh, it's just got such a good mix of the chocolate, the marshmallow, the jam, the biscuit, the Kingston. That's delicious as well. Chocolate icing. Who? Oh, if I had one in each hand right now. Wow. This is okay. I'm going to surprise myself. As much as I love chocolate biscuits and thought I was going to ride them home. I'm going to go the Kingston. That's just delicious. Mind you, with the Kingston, you can't have more than one or two. I think they get a bit sickly after that, whereas I could probably devour half a pack of wagon wheels. But I'm just going to go on one in each hand, and I'm going, going to go with the Kingston. Okay. Mm-hmm. Surprise myself there. I can tell you that the wagon wheel is also in the Urban Dictionary, and so is the Rusty Wagon Wheel. But I'm going to leave that for now, and I'm going to go to the matchup and... I am going to go with the wagon wheel. To hand this over to, to Mike. Uh, again, <clears throat> I know how the, the difference between the wagon wheel and the ch- chocolate royal for me is that the wagon wheel has a much better biscuit. It has a crispier biscuit, not the mushy biscuit. More of it. More too. of the biscuit, and also, but the marshmallow and jam is just. I mean, how good is jam? No, people forget how good jam is. You shouldn't. Shouldn't we? Should need. We need a date. It's a for solid jam. combination. And they do call you Fig Jam. We need it. And I think the wagon wheel, the wagon wheel does it better than the chocolate royal. Totally agree. And yeah, yeah. agree. I think we need an international day of jam. So I'll, I'll look into, I'll look into that. Uh, Lifesaver Oreos and Tim Tams. You could look up Toe Jam I, in your. I'm urban staying dictionary. away from Urban Dictionary. Um, but I might have to look at Mint Slice later on. But Mike, wagon wheel versus Kingston. I nearly said Kingston Town, but uh, no, not Kingston Town. Great racehorse. He can't. He can't win from here. <laughs> no. Wagon wheel v Kingston. Ah, uh, this is tough. I had a wagon wheel recently and was uh, refreshingly surprised how good it was. Nice size, but then you've got Kingston. You know, you've got that butternut snap type covering with chocolate in the middle. Oh, this is tough. Kingston. <gasps> oh, oh, another upset. Wow. Tim's going to just not continue with this pod soon. Not at all. Not at all. It's, uh, only if he could get giraffe through as a biscuit. <laughs> and WrestleMania. Where's WrestleMania in this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't have TikTok in there either. That was, that's not a bad biscuit. It's not a good biscuit either, but, but yeah. Yeah. It's not in the top 16. Worthy of consideration. But not top 16 material. Um, the final quarterfinal is the one that everyone is waiting for. The Tim Tam versus the mm. Mint Slice. Massive. Hard to argue that there are Huge. two better biscuits than these. This could be a final. Oh, it, it should be a final. be a worthy final. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I would have... You wouldn't be able to separate them 
uh, in a final, nor can you separate them in a quarterfinal. We're going to have to. But we have to. We have to. We owe it to ourselves to do this. And I've got to admit, in recent weeks, we've been getting these little the miniature Tim Tams and miniature mint slices. So we've been we've been sampling ah, nice. those just as a little like you know just it's not a not like having a big thing. It's just having a little little taste. Little taste. Can I just say, is this pod getting freebies that you're not passing on to us, Tim? Is that is that what I'm hang hearing? On. And if sounds, so, certainly like sounds a, like. Just it. hang on. Do you have a mini giraffe sitting? I was. But, in your back can you hold on a sec? I just got to go and feed the lions. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm gonna say that this is very difficult. But last night I had the choice between a mint slice and a Tim Tam, and I chose Tim Tam. Oh. So I am going to say Tim Tam. <sighs> mm. Well, as much as I like to go against you, Tim, because that seems to be what's happening at the moment. And as much as I'd like this to go to tiebreaker, Mike, as much as the two biscuits are very, very close, my honest answer, I, I, if I had the two in front of me right now, I'd go a Tim Tam. I just would. Controversial. I didn't think you would. I thought you were going to go... Mm. It didn't, wouldn't impact on my vote, because I did have the choice last night, and that's what I chose. Uh, Mike, which way would you have yep. gone? It's a tough one because there are nights where I'd prefer Tim Tam and then there are nights where I prefer Mint Slice. So, 100%. So, it's, it's tough. But the, I think the superior overall biscuit has to be the Tim Tam. Ooh. Yeah. That summed it up beautifully there, Mike, I think. Which leads us to... The semi-finals. Semi-finals. Wow. Who would have thought that this would be our top four? The Chocolate Royal, the Monte Carlo, the Kingston and the Tim Tam. Ooh. It's like... They all walked into a bar and there's a punchline waiting to happen. It's not really, I don't know what I'm talking about. But the first of the semifinals is the Chocolate Royal coming up against the Monte Carlo. Ben. Wow. Wow. What a matchup. And I like the fact that it's a chocolate versus a non-chocolate. Mm. Wow. So we've got a Chocolate Royal. I love them. I love a Chocolate Royal. I also love a Monte Carlo. I think as I've got older, I've really appreciated the Monte Carlo more. I like the fact you can snap it open and have two Monte Carlos, <laughs> although one's normally, one, one normally ends up with most of the filling on one side and the other one just gets a little bit. But I have been known to do that. But if you just scissor it open a little bit, you can end up with a little bit on both sides. Anyway, look up scissoring a Monte Carlo <laughs> in your Urban Dictionary. If I had the two here in front of me, Again, I'm going to surprise myself as a chocoholic, but I would actually go the Monte Carlo. So I am voting the Monte Carlo. Ooh. I, I like your idea of scissoring, but what I try to do, which is impossible, but I try to do it so that you get all of the jam and fondant on one and none on the other. So then you eat the biscuit and oh. the biscuit is good by itself. But then on the next one, it is. you've got the bonus of biscuit plus all of that fondant and jam. But generally, you get a bit of jam on the on the one. Oh my god! I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm. You're drooling, oh, aren't you? I, right I now, you're drooling. This the whole. I could just short out something with with the drool. Well, stop reading the over. I'm going to say that my vote has to go with the Monte Carlo on this one because of the. It's, a, it's an unlucky once loser. again though. Really superior biscuit. The chocolate royal, beautiful. I love marshmallow. Yep. I love the jam, but the biscuit just doesn't. Maybe I need to try a couple more just to just to check them, but it doesn't. I yeah, think you do. Yeah. Can you can you Uber Eats? Just shove it all in can your you mouth. Uber Eats a couple of chocolate yeah. royals. <laughs> Probably Uber Eats a packet. Actually, on. can yeah. Uh, so Monte Carlo's going through, Mike. Which way would you have gone there? 
Tough one, but uh, I think I would have. Uh, I'm leaning towards Chocolate Royal. Would have been a two-one. Well done, Monte Carlo. The first biscuit through to the grand final. Who's going to? It's a servant entrant, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who's going to join it? Yeah, who is going to join it, Tim? It's between the Kingston and the Tim Tam, and I've got the. Oh. I think I've got the vote, the serve here. You do, and for me, I am not a massive fan of a Kingston. I'm sorry. I, I'm playing my hand on that one now. I hadn't played it before. I don't mind a Kingston. You're playing I'm what? playing my hand on Kingston. Oh. Uh, no, normally, oh. it's like I'm playing my hand and I'm, hey, Giraffe's my favourite, but it's I'm not going to, uh, yeah, but I'm going to say this time now. I, I, don't, I don't mind a Kingston, but... Told you about playing your hand on this podcast No, before, it's fine. I've, uh, I'm wearing... You should probably keep it PG, too. I'm wearing protection. The kink, headphones. The chocolate in the middle is just okay for me. It's chocolate icing. Yeah, it's not as good as the chocolate in the middle of a Tim Tam, even if it is happens to be the same thing. For me, it's it's not. So yeah, Tim Tim Tam gets the gets the first vote for me. Yeah, it's it's an interesting matchup. It's kind of like the first one. Um, you know, you got your chocolate biscuit versus your your non chocolate biscuit. Funnily enough, adamant non chocolate, the Kingston and the Monte Carlo are my two favourites, and. Tim Tam's right up there for me, and so is Chocolate Royal. So the semi-finals all are clinkers. Um, mm. This one, okay, Tim Tam, delicious. We discussed earlier, Mike, and when we get to you, that I don't know if you're one of those people that bite the two corners and suck the liquid through the Tim Tam. I'm not sure if you do that or not. No, I don't do that. Not a Tim, yeah. But I know people who do. Tim labelled them all wankers. Or maybe that was me. I can't remember. Yeah. One of us did. But sure it was you. It is a bit of a wanker I, act. I just think it's a bit wanky. Like, yeah, anyway... Uh, Tim Tam, yeah. The, see, I love Kingston. I do. I do like Monte Carlo a little bit more than Kingston. I think Kingston. If They're not coming up against the Monte one, Carlo. It can get a bit sickly. I know. Coming up against the Tim Tam. Okay. <laughs> if I had one in each hand, I would choose the Tim Tam. So there you go. I'd love to put it to Mike, but I can't. I have to go with my heart, and my heart says Tim Tam. Mike, which which Mike? What would you have done? Yeah, Tim Tam. As much as I love the, Kingston, yeah. um, yep. Tim Tam is the superior out of the two of them. And, Oh, I'm so happy that we end up with a chocolate versus a non-chocolate in the and final. Interestingly, when we went back to the the naming of the Tim Tam was named after a horse, uh, that won yes, the Kentucky Derby. But also Kingston, there are lots of horses called Kingston, Kingston Town, Kingston Rule. There's probably another one. There are Pride of Kingston. Yep, one there probably horse. is. Yeah, there's there's at least two. Mackaybe Kingston. Yep, Kingston Sub Kingston, Kingston Lap. The Grand Final. It's grand final time, guys. It is. Grand final. Monte Carlo versus Tim Tam. Are there two better biscuits? No, the answer is to that no, because we've proven that there are not two better biscuits because we've gotten here through science and we've proven that Monte Carlo and Tim Tam are the best two biscuits that you can have. We're now going to decide which is the absolute number one choice. Ben, you have the first vote. Away you go. Well, we've done our talking about both these biscuits I've got a Monte Carlo one hand I've got a Tim Tam on the other again three I think three rounds in a row I'm going to surprise myself being a chocoholic but if I had one in each hand I'd go the Monte Carlo I'm going the Monte Carlo on this one I'm surprising myself I can't believe you did that I cannot believe you did that Ben neither can I Monte Carlo is my favourite biscuit I felt sure this was going to Mike to decide between (laughs) to decide between the two I suppose I when you started go. talking and drooling about separating the two sides and scissoring and urban dictionarying and all that stuff, maybe we should have caught cottoned on about that stage. 
And it's Giraffe Gate Mark II. <laughs> <laughs> and Tibbs loves Cicerega Giraffe. I certainly do. Who doesn't? Have you anyway? It's Monte Carlo for me. I've, whenever we oh. we used to have a thing at uh, at work where every week we had a meeting and it was my job to interview someone and I would part of that interview was to ask what your favourite biscuit was and I would always come back to Monte Carlo for mine if I ever had to talk about it and Tim Tam is probably my second favourite it's a bloody good biscuit obviously but Monte, Monte Carlo has always been my favourite biscuit so I'm surprised I think they're my favourite too as well in that order I'm very surprised Mike which way would you have gone? Well, I'm going to be a bit different, gentlemen, because um, Monte Carlo, whilst nice, is not one of my top three or four biscuits. Oh. Mm, mm, I would have gone Tim Tam. Fair enough. I guess I, I think it's like that. If it's in your favourite few, you'll vote for it regardless with the Monte Carlo. Yeah, but if you're not, it'll just be a eh, kind of a biscuit. And so I think the message really here is that you can't go wrong with a Monte Carlo or a Tim Tam. Both, both are winners. Yeah. Yeah. Both are winners. are right. But Monte Carlo is the uh, ultimate winner of this one. Well done, Monte Carlo. You've won cash. Well done, Monte. You, you win cash and prizes to the value of a soggy biscuit. Oh no! Don't uh, don't look at that. Tonight, look. I think soggy or otherwise, uh, biscuits were the real winner today. Uh, Sixteen of the best trotted out, and against all odds, Monte Carlo was able to to come through. As as the victor, so well well done. We've we've been, I've said that. That's about uh, that's about all we've got time for. Uh, Mike, it looks like you're keen to say something there. It's just going to say a bit of a Cinderella story. It absolutely is true. Yeah, a bit like when St Kilda win the flag this year, Mike. Basically, what happened with Monte Carlo biscuit was one day it was just a biscuit sitting alongside all of its other chocolate coated biscuits, and uh, there was. A talking pumpkin or something? I don't know. And it turned into a, a jam-filled fondant surprise that everyone wanted to stick their slipper into. Is that and it a Cinderella story? A, yes, but it got stuck on a, a horse and cart or something and ended up in another country and another city and got named Monte Carlo. Then it had passport issues and it just it just went from there. Yeah. Yep, yes. that sounds right. Um, congratulations, though, all the same, to the very historical biscuit. Uh, if, you, uh, if you disagree... <laughs> rightly so but what you can do is you can hit us up at our Facebook page you can hit us up on Instagram you can email us at the email address that I never remember it's the brackets podcast at gmail.com that's the one we may even have a website by now you never know what's gonna happen Ben thank you for coming along for the ride you're very week. welcome I'm off to devour a packet of Monte Carlos and maybe throw another packet of Molto milks in the bin Never, never throw away a biscuit, I, I think. Mike, well done today. Thank you very much. You've, coming against adversity, because a couple of your favourites got, uh, got, got, got thrown, thrown to the side. But really... I'm not bitter, though. He well, just got your back by getting some of yours out, Tim. But as I said, biscuits... All part of my evil plan. Biscuits are the real winner, and uh, no one will lose with any one of these 16. And as Mike, you always say... When the river runs red, take the dirt track home. Ready?
Heading to the post at Churchill Downs, 13 thoroughbreds, and Silky Sullivan, a glamour horse favorite of many in the crowd for his defiance of all the form books. And from the start, Silky Sullivan lives up to the expectations, running well back, fading to 34 lengths at one point. Lincoln Road has been the pace setter most of the way. He's still going strong, but there's a sensational sprint in the stretch by Tim Tam moving up on the outside, strictly according to form. In the last 20 yards, Tim Tam clinches the victory. It's the first run for the Roses for winning jockey Ismail Valenzuela. Get a tear for Silky Sullivan, who finished 12th, but cheers and a $116,000 purse for Tim Tam. Brackets.